Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to GVN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome talented artist Ray Anthony Height and writer Chris Robinson, creators of the new comic Cornerman, which is coming soon to Zoop. Here's your host, Martin Sexton. Welcome once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics. I am your host, Martin, and today we have the privilege of talking to artist Ray Anthony Height and writer Chris Robinson. They are the creative force behind Corner Man, which is a new book that is getting ready to open up its Zoop campaign. So we're going to talk to them about their respective comic starts, the new book, and how the idea came to fruition. Also, their work with Zoop and what other projects they have coming up here down the pike. So let's welcome artist Ray Anthony Height and writer Chris Robinson to GVN's Talking Comics. Thanks for joining us, guys, Dave. I'll try this again. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Okay, <laughs> well, up happy to be here. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, so that's why I'm not a broadcaster. Okay, uh, so uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Uh, kind of introduce you guys to our followers, uh, and we're going to start with you, Ray. When did you take an interest in comic art, and what were the uh, maybe the artists or the titles that kind of inspired you to think I, I want to do that? Wow. Um, so I uh, loved uh, John Buscema, and it was a Conan book, and my cousin kind of got me into it. Um, when I was a kid, uh, Chris, I, Chris probably heard this story a thousand times from me. Um, but yeah, I, so it was, um, I, I got like a pack and it was like Conan and, uh, uh Parman and Iron Fist and a couple of things. And, um, that really got me into it, but really that's, that's the thing that, um, with comic, I mean, to comics, but just superheroes and drawing. I've been into that ever since I was a kid. I mean, even before I knew that, that there were comics of Spider-Man, you know, I was watching, you know, the uh, 1960s, basically like uh, motion, not stop motion, but, you know, the motion comics. And, uh, you know, he used to make those silent appearances on Electric Company for, yeah. you know, it was super, super cool. So I've, I've loved comics ever since I was a kid. And, um, and I've been drawing probably since I was like five. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, since you're talking about drawing, can I, you draw, still draw traditionally with pencil, pen? You don't do the digital thing? I do both. Oh, you do both? Yeah, I do so both. That's, that's cool. I say, because uh, most people are kind of married to one or the other. They seem to either, no, I do pen and pencil and that's it. Uh, you know, I may use digital for maybe fixing something down the line, but I generally just do the paper and pen. And then the other people who do, no, I stopped doing the paper and pen. I just don't digital all the time uh it happens I mean, it doesn't, a lot yeah and it doesn't matter to me actually, actually i just started m messing with the uh digital and uh one thing i like about it is if i make a mistake i just hit the back button and it goes, it's great uh yes okay. control yes. z is your friend yeah. yeah and of course uh uh by the way you won me over when you said you're a fan of john buscema because of he was the guy as far as i was concerned him and jack kirby uh, oh, yeah. but yes yeah, so, okay so uh chris same question when did you take an interest in uh comic writing and eventually editing and uh who were the inspirations for you 
Sure. Uh, I got into comics through my uncle. My uncle was a, a big reader, passed me his old box of doubles. He had, he had the doubles box. Uh, so I, I went through that for uh, many, many years before I figured out that there are, you know, these special stores you could go to that have, uh, you know, comics on all, all walls, you know. Uh, and uh, then I started getting into, and by the time I got into it, it was like, you know, the Bendis, Daredevil, JMS, uh, Spider-Man era. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was something that I fell into very quickly. I started... You know, uh, I never, unfortunately, like flirted with the art part of things. I was always like thought of myself as a, a writer. Uh, I became uh, a Marvel intern and then a Marvel uh, assistant editor for a long time. Uh, and then, yeah, it's been it's been a ride now getting back into um, creator owned and, and, you know, sort of original things uh, outside of uh, the, the Marvel characters that we all like, you know, are big fans of, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of, you know, the editing thing, I said, so what did you take from your writing, you know, the writing part of it that helped you as far as editing goes or vice versa? Well, the thing that uh, I appreciated most about, well, obviously writing comes from just loving story and just being, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't not tell me a story when I was a kid. It was, I was always uh, fascinated with any type of storytelling. Um, cartoons, live action, radio, like just, just tell me something, you know, all that. Um, and then, uh, so I, and then I became like aware basically, cause you don't even really think about what does an editor do? Who are, who are all these other people until you get closer to the production of stuff. And that's when I became a Marvel intern and I really realized like, oh, wow. Like, you know, all these stories and runs and, and, you know, all these comics that I love there were all these people behind the scenes who really made them happen uh, in in my opinion right um so that's where I became sort of like uh you know um uh, enticed like okay like the big moves are happening in in the office rather than out with the creators um and now and you know now being on both sides of it having like distance and time and all this which is sort of uh you know myopic but um, that's what I thought when I was, uh, you know, 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, of course, you know, I, when I was a kid, I always thought that I'm going to be a comic book artist. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, though it's kind of, it was kind of hard to do that from South Haven, Michigan population, nothing. Uh, so, uh, that didn't quite work out for me, but this, this is my way of kind of keeping connected to the whole comic book thing. So that worked out. Okay. So let's talk corner man. And I was just talking to Ray. I said, I'm embarrassed that this whole concept never occurred to me. That all these people that, you know, like I said, just, you know, got bit by a spider or whatever, got their powers, they didn't just start out absolutely knowing how to fight. I mean, so, uh, you know, you got super strength, but the, what good's it do you if you don't know how to block a punch where you get, uh, you're going to get hit all the time? Especially because since the other guy, he probably had superpowers too. Uh, like I say, so this whole concept is, is so simple, it's embarrassing that uh, no one's ever thought to do it until now. Chris, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> that is basically what I told Ray when he told me the, the idea many, many months ago at this point. And, uh, you know, those are, I think, the best ideas. Anytime somebody would pitch something at Marvel, about, you know, around a character. And, those, you know, it's so hard to find new ground with those characters, but just superhero characters in general, right? Um, uh, so, so when Ray hit on this, we, you know, it immediately became clear, like, oh, man, you know, 
if somebody 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 should do this and you know why not us why not right <laughs> why not yeah okay so 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 who came up with the so ray did you come up with the the concept initially yeah it was it was me and and i had these thoughts you know i actually came to chris with was it three ideas and we were originally going to go with one uh but we put that we're going to keep that in our back pocket and um <laughs> and then i was thinking okay this is actually a good a good one that um is again like like you guys have said and, and i was telling martin earlier uh, you know, let's say four out of six people, once they hear it, you know, what Cornerman is, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that that hasn't happened. And I was telling Martin earlier that it, it, we kind of touched on it a little bit because, you know, when you see the Avengers and they're training, um, it's Cap. Cap is training everyone. But who trained Cap? Because, you know, like he's, he's a master of judo and boxing. And I never seen him train one time. Like not, not with someone. Like he, right. he already came, you know, uh, uh, a badass, like, you know. Yeah, the, the most you'll see is him like working a heavy bag, uh, yes. kind of, uh, you know, doing the parallel bars thing, working on his agility. But like, he never, you never see him learn from someone, which is what the heart of this book is really. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit about uh, What If, which just came out today. Uh, they basically touch on the same thing with Peggy uh, and you, you see her on the heavy bag. Uh, but again, same thing. So you just, I mean, where did that uh, fighting, you know, like, see, at least with Peggy, I mean, you know, she was actually more, probably more of a soldier than Steve was, you know, skinny Steve was. Uh, yeah. But uh, like I said, what, how in the world does skinny Steve suddenly, you know, I know he got super strength. How did he suddenly learn how to fight when uh, apparently, I mean, he knew how to took a punch because I knew that he was getting plenty beat up. There you go. Was, uh, That's a good right? start. Right. right. So, uh, okay. So give us, give, give me a quick brief synopsis of, of corner man. So our fans can kind of know what they're going to be looking for. Chris, I'll leave that to you. Sure. Uh, so corner man is about Jason Drexler, who is, uh, a, the world's greatest martial artist. He knows all their friends, any, any type of martial art from any culture. He, he knows it, he's learned it. Um, and he, doesn't like to get into the spotlight he uses this ability to like train other heroes for the government the government sends you know uh uh guys in crazy suits with powers out to fight uh um <laughs> to fight for the nation he prefers to, to hang back and just teach those guys how, how to go about it you know he's uh he, he has a little bit of a humility uh, to him aspect to him um so uh one day uh, all the heroes go missing and without um, anyone to turn to, they turn to Drex and they say, Drex, we need you to go out and, and get our guys back. All the guys that you've trained and know, and, 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 uh, uh, know so well, we need you to go bring them back. Uh, and Drex says, no, thank you, because that's his thing. <laughs> he says, you can go find some other, somebody else to do that. And then, then they, they drop the real bombshell, which is, well, you're going to want to go pick them up because not only are they, they your own uh your own old mentees and, and people that you've trained in the past but one of them is your sister and that opens up a whole nother uh complex uh, uh you know drama that's gonna un unfold over the course of uh the corner man story oh, excellent okay. as far as working uh with ray he said so did you, uh, I mean, do you, have you been working closely together as far as the collaboration goes? Was there a script that was given to him or exactly how, how does that collaboration work? 
yeah, this, this is uh, this is probably my most the the most fun I've had collaborating in a long time. So I know Ray from if we're folks listening who don't know, uh, I used to edit a book called Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a cartoon in a, anytime uh, very very soon, and um, uh, I had a blast. We did almost fifty issues. People loved it. It's it's if if you don't know it, your your niece or nephew or, or daughter knows. You know what I mean? Uh, it's the big with kids. Um, and uh, so I met Ray doing that, and uh, he, one of my favorite people to come in and give uh, Natasha Bustos, our main artist, a, a break in between arcs and stuff like that. So um, uh, Ray came up with the concept. He pitches me like what he sort of sees for the overarching, uh, you know, outline of the story. I come in and say, "Well, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Uh, what if you use this as your tent poles? You know, just kind of like." you know story stuff so almost like a little bit more of what I would do as an editor an editor was is sort of there to be your creative backup uh you know everyone has different uh, uh thoughts on how editors should work but that was how I treated it I was uh you know sort of uh, there as a sounding board to help people tell the best story they possibly can uh, and that's that's how we're, we're working here and so it's now it's a little bit of Marvel style where uh, Ray tells me what he wants to have happen. I say, let's try this. Uh, and then he goes and lays it out from there. And then I'll just come in and dialogue it all at the end. Right. Uh, so were you working on this right in the midst of the pandemic situation? Kind of, I, you know, we, um, uh, when Chris moved out to LA, uh, which I was super excited about because the last time I saw this guy, uh, I was in New York and, uh, you know, we hung out we talked about a bunch of stuff and, you know, like Chris said, I think from the first moment we met, start working together, it was just like instant click. Um, so I knew I wanted to work with Chris on whatever it is. You know, at, at the time we first met, he was at Marvel, so whatever was going on there, uh, you know, it was great. And we worked uh, mostly on Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur together, and uh, uh, Marvel Comics Presents, uh, you know, Marvel's Voices. So. We, we've done a few things and we built quite a rapport. I mean, we talked about things, comics and non-comics. So when he came out and it was during the pandemic and everything, and I, I knew I was really trying to venture into writer artist territory. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody knows, but um, with Chris as an editor is one thing, but the guy's got a ton of great ideas. So, uh, you know, it was easy to, to try to say, okay, well, let me talk to Chris, because not only do I need a partner with the creation, but I also need an editor. Right. Uh, so there you go. He's wearing two hats. So, um, you know, and it was pretty simple. It was over Korean barbecue that we can. <laughs> yeah, we went to Korean Delicious barbecue. Delicious Korean barbecue spot that I had no yes. idea of Ray, Ray putting me on <laughs> as a new uh, Angelino. So I appreciate that. Oh yeah, I, I mean I'm I'm a big uh, Korean barbecue guy, so um, so it was perfect. And then, but I I actually Martin pitched him the first story, uh, which um, you know we both think is is great. It's probably I don't know if it's bigger than Corner Man, but it's definitely a little more involved. Uh, you know, Corner Man is is I don't want to say it's straightforward. But once, well, yeah, I don't want to say yeah. it is. It's a little it's some twist, but. Anyway, you know when Zoom contacted I, us. Oh, go ahead. Familiar. Yeah, it it has it has a lot of the familiar tropes that people you know that we are big fans of. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's, I think our, the other ideas we had are sort of venturing out, and we'll get to those eventually. But um, you know, uh, 
Corner Man has a lot of the superhero martial arts stuff that we're we're big fans of and is very familiar. To. So okay, so you know he mentioned Zoop. So yeah, you guys are working with Zoop on this. And uh, what are, what are the advantages with Zoop that you found? You know, you know, because there's plenty of other uh, crowdfunding uh, sources out there. Uh, what what could what did you uh, find that Zoop could do for you? Maybe that someone else couldn't. Sure, I, I mean you know. Ray, uh, Zoop approached Ray, he, you know, they, they're great partners. I'm very happy to be uh, in connection with Jor uh, Jordan and Eric who are running things over there. They have a whole operation. Uh, you know, crowdfunding is difficult. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to make it seem like, uh, you know, this is, it's, it's a, anybody can do it. There's a ton of crowdfunding campaigns. I ran one myself many years ago. Ray has as well. They're not, they're not easy. Uh, so, you know, with our, uh, you know, other, um, we, we have a lot of obligations. I, I work for, for Tapas Media, Ray's doing a ton of comics, you know, still for, for uh, Marvel as well. So, um, you know, we just didn't have the bandwidth without a little help. And that's where Zoop comes in. That's, uh, and that's why we are able to even broach this, uh, this book and get it out to people, you know? Exactly. And, and for the most part, Zoop and well, with Cornerman, uh, speaking on our time um, with Cornerman, this is, it's really a great story. It's a great story we need to tell. And we, we want to start producing uh, our own, create our own work. I mean, it's, it's where you have the most fun and it's where you have the most freedom. And it's uh, clearly a story we're both um, invested in. And, uh, you know, that's why when we're doing it, this is kind of, kind of a primer. You know, this is this this particular issue that we're going to try to fund is basically saying here is this great idea Chris and I have, and uh, Zoop is actually helping us to facilitate this in a way that that lets us do the best thing that we do, which is create. Um, and they're taking care of things that let's say a Kickstarter wouldn't do, which is, you know, uh, some funding. I mean, not funding the printing costs and. All that kind of stuff, like they do a lot of the the things that, um, let's say, accounting. have to, yeah, the accounting, like you know, it's it's so great. It's almost like having a publisher. Uh, it's like a publisher. It's like a crowdfunding. It's like Zoop is is just you know fantastic. And I've known Jordan for years. <laughs> so when Jordan approached me, and uh, you know, he introduced me to Eric and and. They were originally interested in uh, Midnight Tiger, I want to say. And of course, that's actually tied up in some, uh, you know, contract stuff. So that's a whole other story for another time, Martin. But, All right. Um, but yeah, uh, so, you know, I also wanted to do something brand new. I don't want to live and die by the stuff that happened with Midnight Tiger. You know, I have a ton of ideas. Chris has a ton of ideas, we're working on all kind of stuff. And and we want to be able to put stuff out there that is all, all ours, something fun, something that we know fans would really dig. So uh, and then that's where uh, Jordan, Zoop, and Eric, you know, they all came in and, and we hit the ground running. Well, I know, I think Quarterman is going to touch on all of those uh, things, like I said. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think that's going to be great. Uh, so you were talking about you had some other ideas so do you see in the future possibly doing some other books either through zoop or or another avenue uh uh working together definitely well yeah for sure 
Okay, so well, Chris will be following that. Okay, as far as the Zoop campaign goes, what I mean, what can fans fans go to the Zoop to uh, check out your Corner Man? What what can they expect to see there? Well, it's it's going to launch uh, very soon. Um, uh, so just you know, if you go to uh, Zoop, I, I forgot the URL for Zoop. Zoop.gg slash slash Corner Man. Editor comes through. Okay. <laughs> see, see what I mean? <laughs> <You're right>. um, <laughs> so you go there and you sign up to get notified when the campaign launches. The best thing that we can tell you. And then I don't want to give too much away, but it's, it's, uh, it's some cool stuff to see. We, we got some plans. And then the way the campaign's going, uh, what you see is, is going to start. That's a starting point. We're just going to keep building on that. So it'll be more stuff that, that we're going to show. Um, it's going to be fun. You know, it, it's just, some cool stuff to take a look at when you when you come through. And uh, we got some 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 people doing some things <laughs> to ice tea. To, to, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big tease. So it's gonna be really cool. All right. So um like I said, that's that's pretty much what I got for you guys. But before I let you go, uh, uh, let me start with you, Chris. Uh, do you have any other projects or anything that you got going on that you want our followers to know about? Sure, uh, you know, I'm super excited about Corner Man. That's like my main focus, but then we also have, um, we're, I'm co-writing a, a graphic novel uh, for Vince Staples called Limo Beach. That's uh, probably gonna be out in January. Um, and then I also am, uh, you know, not editing, but sort of managing a, a creator online for Topless Media, which is an app, you download the app and there's tons of uh, free and, and premium comics on there. Uh, and I'm going to be, we're going to be announcing some um, exclusive series uh, in the coming months. So keep keep an eye out. All right. Very good. Oh, as far as social media goes, Chris, where can our fans follow you? From? Sure. At uh, Chris Robinson on Twitter. Um, uh, Instagram is at Robinson, Chris Robinson. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right, very good. And Ray, what uh, what else you got coming up here in the new future? I know you've been concentrating on Corner Man, but uh, you're a busy fellow. Uh, I'm sure you got more stuff coming. Uh, you know what? I do. It's um, I've got. They announced not too long ago, uh, Luke Cage, City on Fire, um, and uh, that is Hoche Anderson. Um, so I'm going to be doing issue two of that, and that's that's. Uh, a three issue uh, a mini maxi, you know, I think there's like 30 pages. So uh, per issue. Um, so that's going to be great. And then uh, I'm still doing Star Wars covers. <laughs> um, you know, I, I uh, was done with Afra a few months ago, uh, Dr. Afra, uh, which was fantastic. Um, but I know that, uh, you know, Marvel and Star Wars and Lucasfilm are going to keep me around to do things that I, they can, you know, shoehorn me into when I have time. Um, you know, uh, I'm still uh, doing a bunch of stuff for Marvel, but that's, you know, that's that thing. I got a, a couple things popping up that'll probably be announced in the coming months, but I'm, my plate is seriously full. Well, very good. Okay, and as far as social media goes for you, where can we go to follow you? Uh, you can uh, put in RA Hype for pretty much everything. For Instagram, it's art of RA Hype. Excellent. All right. Well, I, th I thank you both uh, for uh, giving me a little bit of your time. And we will, of course, be following Corner Man very closely. And more than likely, I'll end up having myself another book.
to buy. So that's generally how that works, which my wife does. Oh, thank you guys very much for that. Uh, but uh, hey, it's part of the gig. You're very welcome, Martin. <laughs> so like I said, so so we'll follow you close. And uh, as your new projects come out, especially if you uh, another one that comes out together, we'll be uh, maybe contacting you again, talk some more. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. All right. It's have... a pleasure, Martin. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. We appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening to GVN's Talking Comics. Please come back again. Talking Comics is a production of Geek Vibes Nation.